5 Minutes with Phil, a daily devotion for people on the go. Brought to you by Tabor Church. Welcome back to the podcast. This is 5 Minutes with Phil. All right, as I mentioned yesterday, um, hopefully everybody's having a happy Tuesday so far. But as I mentioned and started yesterday, a conversation about the raising of Lazarus in John chapter 11. And we're going to continue with that story because there's so many dimensions. We read through it all, so I'm not going to reread it. But uh, maybe go back to a verse that I want to highlight for us here today. So John chapter 11, verse 33 When Jesus saw her weeping and saw the other people wailing with her, a deep anger welled up within him, and he was deeply troubled. Now, this is that, as I mentioned yesterday, just really quickly, it's like it seems weird that Jesus is even angry here. Like, or as the next verse or the verse right after that in 35, Jesus wept, right? That we're seeing it, we're like, why? Because he already, right before this, says, you know, I'm going to raise Lazarus. I'm gonna, I mean, even before he talked to the sisters, he's like, hey, let's go and wake Lazarus up. Like, he, his intention is already, he knows Lazarus is dead, and now it's time to go and wake him up. So you ask the question, why? Why is he even sad? Why is he angry? And this, uh, so I was digging into the phrase a little bit. And uh, some people also translate it as deeply moved, right? Deeply moved in his spirit. And this, uh, it's also the, the same exact phrase is used again in verse 38, which is, says Jesus was still angry as he arrived at the tomb, a cave with a stone rolled across its entrance. So Jesus is still angry for this point in time that he's going through these things. And so it's the same exact phrase, like moved in his spirit. So the implication, it's not exactly sorrowful. Why? Because we look at, um, and this brings in Mary, so Mary and Martha. Uh, Mary was the one, as it is mentioned in the beginning of John chapter 11, that used the perfume um, on Jesus's feet. Now that same kind of uh, indignant kind of response that you see actually in um, some of the Pharisees and religious people that this woman is wasting this perfume on Jesus. And it's the same phrase. It's a similar phrase that's used there to say that Mary, you know, this response to Mary anointing Jesus with oil. So, it's kind of, I mean, once again, showing Jesus's humanity. So it's going back to, hey, like, let's look at Jesus. Jesus and the encounters with Jesus causes things to stir in people, but we also see that it's also stirring in Jesus. So Jesus isn't angry at people Right, because it, it almost seems like that. Even he saw these people wailing, a deep anger welled up within him, and then Jesus was still angry when he arrived at the tomb. Like it seems like that that people are making him mad. But it's also not the case. And I don't think he's mad at these people. He's he's really and I think he's probably more angry that they have to be that they have something to be sad about. He's kind of disturbed by the things that are happening. 
And this goes back to as, you know, verse, you know, 35, Jesus wept, right? That Jesus is fully man, right? As he is fully God. Jesus what understands what it means to have loss in his life. He knows what it is to have every emotion. And we see anger here. We see sadness here. And it's coming out of Jesus. So he knows that the result of sin in life and, uh, and the sin that has been caused, right? And that consequence that we see is death. Death is going to be a part of this existence. It doesn't mean that Jesus can be, has to be happy about it. Jesus is troubled by it. His spirit is um, uh, kind of, you know, it's, uh, you know, going back to what we mentioned um, at the pool of, of Bethesda, right? There, there's the, the crippled man who couldn't get to the waters when, you know, and then they use this same word um, that the waters, when they were stirred, that it was agitated. And that would be a great way in which we could understand because it's it's actually a very similar phrase that's used in John 5, 7 for the water, that it's greatly agitated. And it's fair to be able to say Jesus's mood right here is agitated. Jesus doesn't like death. Jesus doesn't say, hey, everybody, let's uh, celebrate death here. No, he's saying, I want you to be able to, to, to give you a glimpse of something greater here that is greater than death. But it doesn't mean that we're going to, oh, well, you know, that means death is, you know, uh, doesn't matter, doesn't mean anything. No, Jesus, with his agitation, with his moved within his spirit, with his, as it says, anger or even sadness, says that it is going to affect us as people. We shouldn't just walk through life like nothing matters except when Jesus comes back again. No, this life matters. Things matter right now, and they mattered for Jesus when something was was deeply troubling to him. And this compassion that Jesus has for us matters. And I want you to be able to consider that today when we're when you're kind of going looking at this aspect of of Jesus's anger, his moved within his spirit, his being greatly troubled or agitated, right? He says that this matters. And so I want you to consider that yes, we do have death and suffering right now, but we also know that our savior is moved through it. Like, this affects him as it affects us. All right, everybody, sit with that today. We'll be uh, back again tomorrow um, with more Encounters with Jesus. All right, take care.